and welcome to Unashamed, a smut lovers podcast where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Courtney. And today we're doing another read along. Woohoo! Uh, we are going to do Kismet by Ashley James. So it's a male male this time. As always, these are just our opinions. If we like something you don't like, vice versa. Uh, it's not that deep. We will all move on. We'll all get over it. So I, I'm excited for this book. I've been seeing it recommended a lot. I was going to read it on my own and then I decided, you know what? My friend Courtney also likes male male romances. And she also likes Ashley James. So why don't we read it together? You know? I do, in fact, like both of those things. Uh, this is a, it's a second chance romance between a professor and a student. And uh, one of those right person, wrong time sort of things. So, which I sometimes like those where there's been like a few years apart and the heartbreaks kind of had a chance to settle. And then you you have to see if you can come back and overcome it. Yeah, I want, so <laughs> I haven't read an angsty one in a little bit uh, because I've been in the world of Serena Ackroyd still. And I'm, I really, I'm just ready to get my heart broken, you know, <laughs> I'm at that point in my life where I'm just, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I mean, kind of kidding. I want a book to hurt me. So I hope it does. Yeah, I just started reading a San Mariano book. And so I'm like, I'm I'm in the darker vein right now. And I'm like, mm, maybe I can pause that for some angst. Yeah, I mean, it's a student teacher or professor, wrong place, wrong time, second chance. Um, Ashley James is just, she's wonderful. She is. And, you know, what was it? It was her last of the, uh, was Bar Desires mm -hmm. series. Or yeah. The angst was it was so it was just so good. All of it was uh, I really loved that series. She's gonna be in the anti Valentine anthology. Oh, cool. Okay. So so is um I think Jesse Walker. I think that's where I saw that. A bunch of authors are gonna be in it. That's I might actually Andy Jackson, Ashley James, Ashlyn Druek, Bailey Nicole, Balin Crow, Becca Steele, Bethany Winters, C. Lamari, C. E. Ritchie, C. L. Matthews, Hayden Hall, Isabel Lucero, J. R. Gray, Jesse Walker, Misty Walker, Nicole Dykes, Riley Nash, T. Ashley. Wow, what a power group. Oh, seriously. Holy shit. Yeah, it's going to be a fantastic anthology. It absolutely is. Oh, Bethany Winters. I'm excited to see. Oh, I hope that's it's going to be one of those like shorts that ends up being a full book because Bethany Beth Winters Dirty Love. Yeah, um, Bethany Winters um I'm I really like Nicole Dykes. I really like uh I mean so so many on here. Andy Jack. I, I love Lamari or Lamari is good too. I only read, she did a, a reverse harem that I read that I really liked. Um, I mean, there's C.E. Ritchie. Oh, yeah. Just so many, so many awesome, amazing authors. We've, I'm we've excited. Done, 
we've done a few of these authors on the read-alongs and yeah. they weren't on the read-alongs they were talked about in our favorites a, a good yeah. majority actually Steele, i just read one of her newest ones or maybe it wasn't new it was new to me yeah i, I blindsided uh, the college one of her newer college ones yeah that one's cute yeah and i loved it okay I'm so, so excited. Well, maybe maybe we'll do a little special on that when that comes out for Valentine's Day. Um, that is just, it's a very, I, I, I don't usually read anthologies because I don't like shorter works. But I think that that would be a really good one to read. Maybe we can do something for that. I love anthologies. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't mind shorter works. I There's sometimes, though, where I'll read um, a short in an anthology that's supposed to become a new, uh, like a full-size book, and then the author just never um, produces it or never writes the full thing, and it just disappears into obscurity. And you can't even reread it because a lot of anthologies are, like, time limit. So yeah. you just never see it ever again, which sucks. But... I still, uh, yeah, I I think the majority of these authors are top notch authors. Uh, I've I've read almost all of them, not not quite all of them, but almost all of them, and I've loved all of the ones that I have read on that list. So I'm extremely excited to see that, um, which is rare for me. <laughs> I'm not, like I said, I'm not a big anthology person, but I think I will uh, purchase this one. Usually they're for sale for anthologies because they're for charities and stuff but um yeah i i think that'll be great so anyways kismet <laughs> i've seen it recommended a lot it's 410 pages we had already worked out our stopping point is going to be chapter 24 i'm just uh i'm i'm excited i didn't read any reviews i've just seen it recommended a lot looks like it's a lot of uh five-star reviews with people that are very pleased so all right do you have anything to add no i mean i think we've covered everything and you know a lot of extra too <laughs> yeah we're the bad one bitches <laughs> yes all right so we will be reading to chapter 24 if you're reading along with us go ahead and pause here This is such a good book. <laughs> also, you were the one that uh, figured it out first, but uh, this is actually kind of a spinoff of the Bard Desires, or sorry, the Deepest Desires series by Ashley James. This is the friend of one of the main male characters in that series. Yeah, he's in their group, but he's also not as close as the other ones. Yeah, he's... Well, because he's friends of the core group was like one of the, I don't know. There's like a core group and then one of the boyfriends in um, the, I think it was the first book. It's his friend of the side. So he's a part of the friend group, but he's not like one of the core guys. Yeah. I think it also said he's like ex uh, friends with benefits with one of the main male characters in yeah, when it was one of the stepbrothers in the stepbrother yeah. book. They messed around all through, like, high school. Yeah, Branson. Yeah. 
so that was exciting um, to learn. I was like two paragraphs in and I was like, oh my God, it's a spinoff. I didn't know. That was cool. It is so good. I Okay, I have theories. I don't know if we should talk about what we've been thinking of the book so far or our theories because I have a theory. Uh, we can do theories first. I mean, I love the book so far. Yeah, so me too. Let's do um, theories. I think, I think the wife killed herself. I was thinking that maybe she was pregnant and died. Because he talks a lot in the beginning, like where their marriage deteriorated was the fact that she had PCOS and would likely never have kids. If <clears> she <throat> was pregnant, it wouldn't have been his. But why would that cause him to leave? Because if she was pregnant with his baby, I could see him leaving and up and just disappearing on but cash. They hadn't, had sex in, they hadn't had sex in years. Mm, that's true. So it, it wouldn't have been his baby. I think she killed herself. I think she said, we need to talk. And then he came home and she was gone. She was dead. Or she found out about the affair and then like made him feel like it was his fault. Yeah, maybe she wrote a note or something. Either way, I think she killed herself. Yeah. Hmm. Because he went back to her hometown. He grew up in Washington, but his sister lived in Lubbock, and Ada's family lived in Lubbock. Yeah. And so he could have been there to go be closer to his sister. He could have been there to handle business with her family. She's um, a very angry woman. Like, I hope, I mean... Look. I get it though. Here's the thing. I am not a huge fan of cheating books. I'm not just because uh, I feel like you don't get a right to be mad. Like I understand their marriage was deteriorating. You know, he, he did ask for the divorce, but he didn't ask for the divorce until well into the cheating. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, I can't handle it anymore. Like you're a piece of shit. No offense. You both are though. You yeah. knew he was married and pursued him married or not. And you get to feel guilty over that. I feel like you should. Both of them should feel immense guilt. And if she yeah. did die, whether or not she knew about the affair, I feel like they should feel guilt. I don't yeah. condone cheating. However, she was such an angry person. Like, I did not like her character, but I also feel like nobody deserves to be cheated on. Yeah. No, I think he left out of guilt. I think she found out about the affair when they were having sex in her house. And then she probably probably saw that he had, like, booked a hotel room or something, you know, and had the plan to fuck it all up and wrote a note. That's my, that's my theory because she was – she gave vindictive vibes, you know? Oh, she for sure did. She like really if she's, did. If she's taking herself out, she's taking you with her. Also, she was um, she was a stay-at-home wife, so yeah. she didn't have. Maybe that was her plan. She was like, "What am I gonna do? Like, he's leaving me." And serious about this, he did go to her and was like, "I'm done. I wanted to work." She dragged her heels the entire way, only for him to be like, "I'm not backing out of this." And I could see that. I could see her being like, "This is my last ditch ever," or you know, and just making him feel horrible about himself, which. Also, who the fuck brings their boyfriend who's having an, you're having an affair with, not only 
is it a man? Which I mean, I'm there's nothing wrong with being bisexual or anything like that. But yeah. she, like she I, knew she knew he was bisexual though. She but it was one it. time. They had sex with a guy together one time. It's not I'm necessarily sorry. I'm sorry. You you as a dude, fuck a dude. You ain't so straight. I'm sorry. Because it kind of seemed like they did that little thing one time in their early twenties with a guy and then just never they woke up the next morning never spoke about it yeah never even touched on the subject it was never like hey you you doing good being attracted to dudes or hey how was that fantasy thing and it was just never touched on again like nobody you know and he was cool with the fact that he was bi but i could see her like feeling extra upset about that not only that but then walking in on the fact that it's not only just that it's a man it's his student yeah. She could have fucked his career way up. Maybe she did. Maybe she sent a letter to the dean or something on her way out. I still think she's dead. Maybe. Uh-huh. I think if she's not dead, she did fuck up his career. Like, he had to leave that school. Yeah, no, I still think she's dead. I She has to be. They talk... I don't know. Yeah, they do talk she- about her like she's just not in the picture anymore. I don't know. I know. I, I agree with what you're saying. I thought she was dead too. I don't know why. I thought maybe she had gotten pregnant, and that's why she, he had left. But you're right. They hadn't had sex in years, and he. I don't think that Stone is the kind of guy who would jump from having sex with his boyfriend to having sex with his wife. You know, it's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, he wouldn't be like, oh, hey, it's been years since I've touched my wife. Oh, but now that I'm getting it on regularly with someone else, I'm going to go fuck her now. You're right. Yeah, no. I agree with what you're saying. So, yeah, I just, I really enjoy the book. The cheating aspect gets me, but I mean, it's been five years now. I can get over it. We have morally gray characters, I think. We just have morally gray viewpoints at this point, I think, when it comes to books, at least. Yeah. Not in the real world, but. Uh, I'm really excited to get hurt. Are you? I am. I don't think it's going to hurt that bad. I think it's going to be more uphill from here. Man. Well, I need, I didn't get hurt bad enough. Dude, I'm, okay. Listen, I need, I don't know. I have problems, I think. Maybe I need therapy. I mean, you definitely do, but <laughs> I think we all, we, we both need some therapy. Okay. okay. All Let's right. Back well, to if you're reading along with us, we're coming back at the end of the book. So stick around and pause here. Okay, we're back. Yes. Um, it was beautiful. Yes, it was a great book. Yeah. I Ashley James just she knocks male male romance out of the park. I love her books. Um, yeah, and I think we've I think we've read all of her books. Yeah, she has a new series that I don't think is out yet, but it's it's on like pre-order. Um and I'm excited to start that one too. It's the like something affairs series. She's amazing. I didn't realize that we have been reading her books since the very first one and And loving her books since the very first one. Yeah, I think you were the one. You read them and you said something about them on one of our uh, like bi-weeklies and that's when I started reading them. No, Yeah, I've been reading her since her start and that's cool. I didn't even know. 
until we picked up this book. Yep, it's a good one. It's beautiful. Cash got to uh, have his closure. The wife is dead. She uh, she decided to. She was trying to save her marriage. As far as we know, she never knew about the affair, but she was attempting to. I don't know guilt him into staying or like trying to fix their marriage and he told her no and she was drunk and she left and she ended up uh crushing her car and killing herself and one other person and he was the one who found her and it it hit even deeper because his parents died the professor stone his parents died by uh, a drunk driver driving home from dropping him off at college. So yeah. fucking that sucks. So he had a mental break and took off. Yeah. Poor, you know, which I felt like it was a little bit unfair once he, maybe not unfair, but I understand that cash was hurt about it and it healed a little bit for him to finally find out the reason. But there was like this little time in between where uh, they they hooked up again like that the night after he confessed like why he left and what happened and Cash still kind of like I don't know made him feel bad about leaving like it was just like little comments that he that Cash made to Stone and during Stone's POVs like he was like oh I feel so guilty for leaving him and it's like yeah but uh, come on you went through a trauma you literally held your wife in your her your arms while she died after you have this guilt compounded that you were i mean and it's not his fault she died it's not his fault she decided to leave the house and drink and drive but i can understand where the guilt would come from that the last things they were ever talking about was the fact that he wasn't going to continue their marriage and you know, add that on top of the parents and everything. I can understand his side completely. I felt like Cash was a little bit immature about it, even after hearing the reason. Mm, I disagree, but I see where you're where you're coming from. But uh, as far as Cash knew, he said bye to his boyfriend, who was supposed to give a speech at graduation who's supposed to be his ride who was supposed to be you know all of these things and then doesn't he just ghosts him and doesn't hear from him from him for five years it's not like it was a short amount of time or just enough time for him to get over it and he came back or you know anything like that he ghosted him for five years so and, and completely shattered him. So while, yes, he was a little more understanding after he found out the reasoning, it doesn't take away the hurt of falling in love and then being ghosted for five years. <laughs> like I mean, yeah, and Stone could have gotten into contact after he was feeling a little more healthy mentally. But yeah, I'm, I don't know. I just, I feel like it, it wasn't even a big thing. It just felt like, there wasn't enough slack given, in my opinion. I feel like there was plenty of slack given. But it did end up happy. Cash went out to, uh, he decided to backpack around Europe, which I agree when they restarted their relationship that it should have started slow. I do want to say that the spice in this freaking book. Amazing. Is, oh, top notch. The dirty talk. I was like, ooh, 
the way that the scenes were set up, the anticipation, all of it, it was, like the tension, it was just very, very, very well done. Oh, the so spice well. was amazing in this book. Yeah, for those of you high spice male male lovers, this is the book. I don't necessarily remember, uh, I guess, details of the scenes in Ashley James's previous books, but I. I want to say I remember there being a decent level of spice in those ones as well. I just, yeah, she, she's good with it. Yeah, I just, um, I loved that. And I loved that, you know, they took their time and then they finally got engaged. It was two years later in the mm-hmm. epilogue, which I thought was so cute. I really want her to do male, fe- I know she's a male, male writer. It says in like her author bio or whatever. Or that she's an LGBTQ plus uh, writer. But I really want her to do like a male female. I want to see the sister, Stone's sister, Molly's story with her husband. And like that MC. Because it was so interesting to me. Yeah, I thought that was interesting too. That he just like is casually in um, MC. Like (laughs) I was thinking like maybe they were like weekend writers mc you know what no. i mean but like no it was yeah. a real legit you know ones that you read about in books or you know yeah i thought it was cool too i i love i like mc romance not all the time but i definitely get into kicks where i'm reading quite a bit of them i am currently reading an mc romance <laughs> uh kismet was amazing i'm really happy we read it i think the spice was great the storyline was great the angst was great Um, It was just enough, too. Yeah. The character development was really good. Yeah. And I'm so happy Cash got his happy ever after. Me, too. I'm just, I'm happy for all of them. I loved the engagement scene and just all of it. My favorite was the um, office scene. Oh, yeah. That was so good. I was like, oh, okay. I see you. I know. That's when I texted you and I was like, the dirty talk. Oh, I was way past it by that point. (laughs) Like, yeah. as soon as I saw that time. scene, I was like, this is, oh, I love the dirty talk in there. I I really like a good, well-written sex scene. Like, yeah, where you're even cool. starting to feel a little flustered. That's what I love. Yeah, she does a really good job. Really, really good job. I was really pleased with it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fluff it up a bit because we talk about Cora Rose all the time and we never do read-alongs for her because... Well, her books are a little on the fluffier side. Fluffier so, and also a little shorter. So so if you haven't read um, the first book in the Inevitable series, which is Until Him, um, do that before listening to the next episode because it's going to be book two in the, Until, or in the Inevitable series. And the backstory for the characters is in the first book. So... All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and tune in next week. Thank you. Bye.